What? College matters. What? College, college matters. matters. Really? For sure. College matters. Alma, Alma matters. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of College News Fit to Digest. Every week we pick a few news items relating to US colleges and discuss it with our own Shweta Bagade. Alma Matters curates the news daily relating to US colleges and makes it available on almamatters.io/news. We pick a few news items from that curated list and discuss it every week here in these podcasts. Now, without further ado, on with the podcast. Hey Shweta. Hello, Venkat, how are you? I'm doing well. You? Pretty good. <laughs> good. I'll take that. Um, very well. So we have about we have exactly four topics for today. Um, so let's kick it off with um, you know a whole bunch of students, I guess, uh, postponed their college in 2020. And I guess the number is at 25%. And so CNBC is talking about a lot of these people, you know, coming back, maybe not coming back. So what do you think of that story? Well, I mean, it's it's actually pretty interesting, but at the same time, not surprising. Um, CNBC took a, um, a graph, which is actually very compelling, that shows the cost of you, you look at like a community college, a two-year, a public four-year, and then a pri- private nonprofit four-year and the costs of those colleges. Mm-hmm. And there's always been a differential, but the differential is really broadened between the private nonprofit and the public school. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what's driving a lot of students to kind of rethink their path to college. Uh, there's you know, there's a term in, you know, in finance, return on investment, mm-hmm. starting to creep into college education. You know, if we're going to spend all this money, you know, where is it leading to kind of thing? What are we getting out of it? And a lot of the students are kind of sitting back and saying, it's not worth it, at least as of right now, it's not worth it yet, maybe later, but definitely not right now. And it's, it's the costs of these schools are really making students revisit their path to college, particularly the private schools. And they tend to, um, they're the ones whose names are kind of big names are out there and mm-hmm. that kind of thing. So I can see the students kind of revisiting the value of the four-year college, at least immediately. They might see mm-hmm. it in later and then they might go back. Mm-hmm. But in the short term, they may not see the value in doing that, at least not right away. And plus, there's so many things that impact that decision as well, like financial needs, um, you know, supporting their family, that kind of thing. Maybe where they are in their life, if they're just graduating high school or, you know, they were enrolled, they were in the military. Now they're done. But, Mm -hmm. you know, those different factors. 
Well, you mentioned community college, and at least in California, it looks like um, the enrollment numbers are down and the colleges might be in financial trouble. Well, um, yeah, I mean, these two topics are kind of tied together when you think about it, because if they're not going to a four-year college, then they're potentially going to a two-year college. Mm-hmm. But then COVID happened. So mm-hmm. these same students that were now at the two-year college are thinking, well, I need to, maybe a family member got laid off from their job. Maybe a parent got laid off from a job and they're thinking, well, I can pick, I'm lucky my job is still there. I can pick up extra hours or save their money from paying the community college to help their family. So there's mm-hmm. just so many factors that come into play that um, the enrollment at community college makes sense that it's falling as well, unfortunately, because these are typically students who are, they're not just thinking about their education, they're thinking about lots of different things. If they're older, maybe they have a family to take care of. Um, a lot of people are, you know, in a career where they need to get their, they want to get their degree mm-hmm. but it's not vital to their job but they're looking for some growth opportunity there's so many different kinds of students and then we look at the socioeconomic population that tend to go to community college as well and of mm-hmm. course paying for shelter and food is always going to take priority over you know getting an education so if that has to be sacrificed that's the sacrifice they are willing to make so I'm curious to see if I would love to read an article if that's true across the country, but community college is a big part of our education system in California. So mm-hmm. it's definitely going to be impactful about these students not going back to community college if it continues. The next topic I want to kind of get your thoughts on is this um whole business of students coming back to campus in fall and a lot of colleges are requiring that they be vaccinated. Um, It's not, not everybody wants to do it that way, but you know, like everything else, we're divided over that too. Yeah. Uh, So what do you think? Um, You know, it's funny. I, I, me personally, I just don't see the big deal about it, but because the colleges require all kinds of vaccinations before you can enroll. And if you are opting out of vaccinations for religious reasons and things like that, you have to provide a lot of documentation. So I don't see personally the big deal. I see where a lot of these colleges are in states where the states are not allowing that mandate to be enforced. Mm -hmm. That's going to be an issue for sure. Um, but it shouldn't be surprising if the one of the first documentations colleges ask for besides your graduation transcript is your immunizations. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it wouldn't surprise me that more and more are at minimum highly recommending it, especially these larger universities where they, they want to get back into that in person. They have all this space. They want to use it. They want their students to have a, you know, meaningful college experience so Mm -hmm. it it shouldn't be that big of a surprise and i'm my guess is it 
this is April now. Yeah. We're probably going to hear more and more of that requirement between now and like June and July, especially before the schools start in right. August, September. So they're giving the students a heads up. I do appreciate that because, you know, when you have to have two vaccinations, first dose and second dose, you need to do it in a little bit of a timely manner to make sure it's done. And I think in that same article, they mentioned that there, some of these universities are looking to accommodate their international students who may not have had access like right. we do here in the U.S. So I think I think that's just going to be the trend. I see more and more people or more and more universities going to be doing more at minimum that highly recommended or even as go as far as requiring it. Yeah. You know, at one level that seems so simple, and yet it can be so complicated. No, <laughs> it, it's so. when when politics and governments kind of intertwine with something like this, it's always complicated for sure. Uh, I guess, I guess. The last topic for today is something some miles away across the pond. Um, so this is about UK and how the applications from the EU, college applications from the EU has sort of dropped. And, um, you know, and, and the funny thing is, you know, all our attention has been on the US colleges and their enrollment drops, but it looks like the UK might be under tremendous pressure uh, what do you think? Yeah, I, you know, this is interesting. You know, this is all, it has nothing to do with COVID, everything right. to do with Brexit. And what's fascinating about all of this is that it shouldn't be surprising, but yet it always seems to be surprising by the governments that these things are happening and they're affecting their, you know, different industries. And in this case, their education. Mm -hmm. um, and why this is so um, such an important part of their problem is that the EU from the way my understanding is when students were applying to schools in the UK, it was an EU enrollment, mm -hmm. but now you have to enroll students from different countries and you have the universities in the UK have to really, you know, it, lack of a better word, market to each country mm -hmm. differently. And when the path is not so straightforward and it's a little bit more complicated, mm -hmm. it makes students, again, rethink, is this worth it? Mm -hmm. And they may be saying, it's not worth it when it's easier to go to this other country, which is part of the EU system. Mm -hmm. And so it makes the UK a little bit harder for students in these you in the EU system to want to go to the school in the UK. So the UK is going to have to do something these UK UK colleges are going to have to do something significantly different to really make it appealing for them. Um, otherwise they're just going to look elsewhere. They're perfectly great colleges in other countries and it's going to make them start exploring those. Yeah, it might be an opportunity for the U.S. Um, to uh, figure out a way to market to more EU students. So, um, yeah, definitely. 
Well, um, on that hopeful note, <laughs> we will close today. Um, so very good. Thank you as usual. And we'll talk again next week. Till then, take care. Be safe. Thank you. You too. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye. Hi again. Hope you enjoyed this conversation with Shweta Bagade on this week's College News Fit to Digest. For your questions or comments on this podcast, please email podcast at almamatters.io. Thank you all so much for listening to today's podcast. Transcripts for this podcast and previous podcasts are on almamatters.io forward slash podcasts. To stay connected with us, subscribe to Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or Spotify, or visit anchor.fm forward slash alma matters to check us out. Till we meet again, take care and be safe. Thank you. College Matters. Alma Matters. matters.